my god, yes. Okay. Let me get this straight. Microsoft was like, nah, Mixer has too many problems. But Blizzard, Blizzard should be easy to manage. <laughs> As a former Mixer streamer, that hurt. Your Xbox Game Pass Game of the Month Club. I'm Spencer. And I'm Mark. That spells spark. Your spark of inspiration to explore Game Pass. Charging sequence at 30%. 50% chief. 70%. 90%. This is Spark Pass. Hey everybody, it's Mark with some breaking news. So I didn't think we were going to be doing another podcast this quick, Spencer. Yeah, I didn't think we were going to do three podcasts in one month. The first month of the year when I should be lazy, like, very slowly easing my way back in from the holidays. And here we fucking are doing a third episode. Uh, uh, Fuck your easing in. We got to get right into this. Microsoft has agreed, in principle, to acquire Activision Blizzard. For $70 billion. Let the silence of that sink in, because that's like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, it's what, like $6.87 billion was like the exact number, but... Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm fine with rounding that up. Like, I mean, it's chump change to Microsoft, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. By the time they get done with all the legal fees and all the etc., it'll probably be like $70 billion. Yeah, dude, Microsoft found that in their couch last week. Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Phil Spencer just went up to Satya and was like, Hey, um, so Blizzard's a disaster. Can I fix? She's like, how much money you need, young man? Here you go. (laughs) Yeah. I think at this point, they're just like, all right, we have unlimited money. We're just going to throw a dart at a dartboard with a bunch of big studio and publisher names on it. And wherever it lands, that's who we buy this month. (laughs) That, yeah. No, this is absolutely insane. So obviously, I want to run you down the list real quick. Of the franchises that Microsoft has, in principle, agreed to acquire. First of all, before I say that, uh, let me just get the uh, the basics of the deal out of the way. So we already said it was like $67.8 billion. Um, and this will not go through for 18 months due to all the regulatory issues involved. Obviously, Activision Blizzard, big-ass company with a lot of financial dealings, even bigger than... than uh, than Bethesda and the other acquisitions Microsoft has made in recent months. Um, Obviously, this includes both the main Activision brand. This also includes Blizzard, which is, the I think, the biggest one relevant for our interests. And also, I think worth noting, this includes King, which makes Candy Crush Saga, which is still (laughs) a gigantic game. Like, I mean, we may, like, the core gamers may laugh at that, but, like, that is still a big money deal for Microsoft. Oh, so, yeah. Call of Duty, Warcraft, including World of Warcraft, Candy Crush Saga, Tony Hawk, Diablo, Overwatch, Spyro, Hearthstone, Guitar Hero, Crash Bandicoot, StarCraft. Like, I, I, I could go on. These are a gigantic number of franchises that have just entered the sphere of Microsoft's influence. Um, Here's the full list of companies. Activision Publishing, Blizzard Entertainment, Beanox, Demonware, Digital Legend, High Moon Studios, which is a great studio, 
who have mostly been relegated to Call of Duty support in the past few years. But High Noon has made some fantastic games in the past. Infinity fucking Ward, King, they own Major League Gaming now, by the way, by the by. Radical Entertainment, Raven Software, Sledgehammer Games, Toys for Bob, Treyarch, and all of the other Activision Blizzard business franchises. Also buried in this article, um, it is announced that Phil Spencer has a new title. He is now the CEO of Microsoft Gaming rather than the head of Team Xbox. So that's a new title for him. Um, and yeah, that's basically that's basically the gist of it. Uh, Activision Blizzard will be operating independently until the deal is closed. And again, we're saying that's going to take around 16 to 18 months. Um. So there's two big parts to this that I want to cover, Spence. First of all is the exciting part, and second of all is the is the not-so-good parts. Obviously, Activision Blizzard has been under a hailstorm of controversy over the past year with the sexual harassment lawsuits. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, but first, I, I want to be happy first. So let's, let's, let's do the exciting stuff, and then let's get into the, uh, the not-so-fun stuff. So... All of these fucking franchises can now pretty much come to Game Pass at will. Yeah, and I mean, we see we've seen it with all the other ones that they've bought. You know, Bethesda. Every Bethesda game's on there now. These games are going to come to Game Pass for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, and whether or not whether or not it's the whole library or whether it's just a small handful of them, mm-hmm. like if, even if it's just the big ones, that's still gigantic. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, let's be real. We're not going to see Guitar Hero on Game Pass. Um, as much don't, as I would love to have that, I just don't, don't think... Don't take my dreams away from me, man. I'm sorry, man. I just don't think that it's there, you know? Like, I can't imagine how much money they would have to spend on the rights for all those songs. Right. You know, that, right. that's kind of what kills those games over time. And, and, like, Guitar Hero, and we've seen it with Rock Band, we've seen it with Forza... You know, these games that have these huge songs that they pay the rights for, which is awesome, and it's cool that we can get those things, but they can't keep supporting them forever, which is understandable. You know, it's a business. They have to make money, and, you know, paying for, I don't know what, 40, 50-plus songs every year, and and they probably would just keep asking for more money. They're not going to say, yeah, you can give us less money this year because you didn't sell new copies. they that's not their problem, the the record business, you know. Uh, right. So I hate to say it, but we're not going to see like Game Pass or, or uh, Guitar Hero on Game Pass, unfortunately, which sucks as much as I would love to, because uh, I loved Guitar Hero. Oh, me too. Yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah, like, I mean, we're looking at at Call of Duty would be coming to Game Pass. We're looking at probably Diablo Four is going to come to Game Pass. That's yeah. Huge. I want to I want to stop you right there. Call of Duty is the biggest selling video game franchise in the world. Oh, yeah. The biggest game. And Microsoft is just like, yeah, no problem. We'll buy that. Yeah, that's mine now. Yeah, we just we just own that. That is crazy. Like that just changed the entire dynamics of the industry. Yeah. And and the thing, too, is like uh, Call of Duty has had an exclusivity with PlayStation for Got a few years now. Like, yep. I think 2013, 2014 is when they, they moved over to Sony. And that has kind of been like their, their crutch in the holiday seasons is 
New Call of Duty, November, coming out on PlayStation. Get everything here first. Hell, now they yep. may not even get Call of Duty anymore. I, that is, I have a hard time imagining that. And, I mean, we went through this whole discussion with Bethesda, right? Of, like, do they continue to put some stuff on all platforms and other stuff on exclusive platforms, right? Uh, we went through this with, with the Bethesda acquisition, and it pretty much became, other than um, ESO, other than Elder Scrolls Online, pretty much everything else is going to be an exclusive once the uh, the pre-written agreements with Sony stop, right? Yeah. So we just had that as existential crisis with one game company, and now we're we're going to have the exact same questions come up. Is Call of Duty going to become an exclusive Microsoft property? And I think the answer to that is you don't spend $70 billion to not have exclusive rights. Yeah, I mean, like, it wouldn't even make sense to not, right? Like, yeah. I guess you might make a couple extra sales if you have it on on PlayStation for people who are diehard. I will not buy an Xbox, um, but, like, is it that much money compared to saying, look, man, you buy an Xbox, you buy Game Pass. Hell, you have a gaming PC, you subscribe to Game Pass, you can get Call of Duty, man. Like... That, yeah. I mean, that alone is going to have so many people, especially who haven't been able to buy a PS5 yet, because it's been a nightmare to buy them. It's, yes. it's been harder to buy a PS5 from what I can see than it's been to buy an Xbox. Um, and like maybe the only thing harder to buy than that is a freaking graphics card right now. So to right. me, if you're someone whose main games that you play are Call of Duty and like Madden, why would you buy a PlayStation when you can buy an Xbox and just have Game Pass, play all those games, and then find your way into those other shooters that you might like but wouldn't pay $60 for? Right, exactly. Like, with this acquisition, Game Pass has the agreement with EA Play already built in. So you've got your Madden, you've got your FIFA, you've got your, you know, the big sports franchises locked in there. And then now... You've given the casual gamer, the, the gamer that buys a few games a year, most of them being Call of Duty, Madden, etc. You've basically told them, hey, rather than paying $120, pay me $15 a month, and you'll get the two games you want every year, plus hundreds of others. That is an insane value proposition. Absolutely bonkers value proposition. Yeah. Uh, and and that doesn't even... You, like, go I ahead. Even, I even think about this till right now. You just buy a Series S. Yep. You just saved $300 on your console. Yep. And you can actually walk into a store and buy one most places. You you just have it right now if you wanted it. Very much so, like, yes. That, dude, it's all like... It, that. This is it's, the value game, man. Like To me, it makes so much more sense if that's what you do. If that's how you play games and you use your console as like your Netflix and your Hulu and whatever else box in between gaming why would i pay five hundred dollars for a playstation 5 to play call of duty on versus xbox when i could also probably just have it for 14 dollars a month right exactly like the value proposition here is insane and that doesn't even begin to include blizzard like oh yeah i i understand 
that a lot of people want nothing to do with Blizzard right now. I totally get that. I think that's totally valid and totally justified. But just in terms of if we can clean Blizzard up, which may be an impossible task, but if if they can do it, right? This is going to be the hard part of this deal. If you can rescue Blizzard from the absolute PR nightmare that it has become, you're looking at Overwatch 2. Overwatch was the biggest game in the world like four years ago. Oh, yeah. It still has a huge fan base, too. We're not that far removed from Overwatch being one of the biggest franchises in the world. Yeah. Um, And I think, honestly, it would still be huge. Let's just even look outside of, of the disgustingness that has gone on at Blizzard. COVID destroyed that community. Yes. Because Overwatch League is Overwatch. Right. There isn't another subset of Overwatch playing. It's competitive multiplayer, and that's it. There isn't a story. There isn't anything else outside of that. So to have it where you can't have your in-person events and for them to say, hey, we're not doing million-dollar tournaments on the internet where anything can happen. You know, we can have people lose connection. People have higher ping. People can cheat easily that way compared to in person. Like it, it, it puts such a damper on overwatch and what overwatch does. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's, that's 100% true. Uh, and the casual fan base of overwatch Two just sort of, they just sort of stopped supporting that game. Once they started work on overwatch Two. they just sort of stopped. You know, so that is a bit unusual that they just sort of like pump the brakes on just supporting Overwatch in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully if if Overwatch 2 comes out of this, that's a huge get Diablo 4. Holy fucking shit. Like that's I, my big one that I want to come. Me to too. Because me too. I would like to not pay for that game if I don't have to. Yeah, 100 percent. I really like Diablo. Um, I, well, I should be specific. I really like Diablo three. I didn't really, I was not a PC gamer back in the day. I did not play Diablo two like everybody else. Um, but Diablo three for me was a ton of fun. Uh, and I played it after they fixed everything. Right. So, um, I have nothing but positive things to say about Diablo three and Diablo four, by the way, Former head of Gears of War, Rod Ferguson, the head of that project. There's another Microsoft connection. Um, you got to wonder how many of these conversations have been going through Phil to Rod and Rod to Phil and who to him and this to that. You got to wonder how many of these conversations have been going for this long, right? Oh, yeah. Um, just an insane number. If Star, you know, Microsoft has been committed to reviving the RTS and you just bought StarCraft. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, Microsoft isn't, you know, a stranger to RTS games by any means. Right. Like, we're not just looking at Gears Tactics. You got a lot of games under their belt. So owning StarCraft now, we could see a revival of that, either maybe a remake of the original one or StarCraft 3. Well, the... A remake of the original already happened. StarCraft Remastered already happened. So, yeah, it'd have to be a new one. Yeah, I guess it would be then. Yeah, that that would that would be huge. Either way, a revival of StarCraft would be gigantic. I mean, I don't even have to begin to explain the implications that would have in Southeast Asia. 
um, which is a market that Microsoft has struggled to cater to, right? Like, you know, let's talk about them owning MLG now, too. That was like one of the games back in MLG's heyday. Right. It was Halo, and then it was StarCraft, followed a little bit by Call of Duty before it kind of branched out to its own thing. Just absolutely, just the value proposition here is is nuts. Um, I, if they if they revive Crash Bandicoot, obviously that's gigantic. Um, you know that that's that's a Sony mascot. People still think of Sony when they think of Crash Bandicoot, and now Microsoft is just like, oh hey, by the way, we own that. Yeah, that's wild. Um, there's just there's so many games in here. We haven't even. Now, granted, World of Warcraft has sort of fallen off to Final Fantasy XIV. I think it's sort of de facto the number two MMO nowadays. But still, World of Warcraft is a moneymaker. It is a machine that shoots out money. So that is, they might make their money back on WoW in a few years alone. (laughs) Yeah, and like, you know, most people who are really into games and play video games know that Final Fantasy has kind of taken over World of Warcraft. But, I mean, I think if I asked someone, like, hey, do you know what, like, an online RPG is? They would go, like, like World of Warcraft? Like, yeah. The general public still sees that as the MMO. And, you know, even in my mind, still, it is the MMO. Like, it, it kind of just always will be to me, because that's what I've always seen. That's what I was I played growing up. And, you know... I would love to play that game if it wasn't the the monthly subscription, which I'm going to tell you right now. They include that with Game Pass. You got me hooked forever. They're probably not going to, but if you did, I'm just saying. Yeah. I know you just spent $67.8 billion or whatever, but if you want my financial advice, a guy who has less than $1,000 in his bank account probably, (laughs) uh, just fucking include the subscription and people will play your game again. That, I mean, honestly, yeah, like, I'm surprised they haven't, like, already announced that. Like, to me, that is, with WoW sort of struggling and becoming the number two MMO after being the number one MMO for, like, what, 20 years or whatever, um, it is honestly kind of stunning that they haven't made some kind of move already. Uh, And this, to me, just seems like, a logical move if you want to if your goal is to just say we have the number one player base including it in game pass to me is like a slam dunk oh will they do that when there's that much money on the table probably not i agree with you but like if they wanted to do that if they just wanted to say we're number one that's the way you do it oh 100 percent. and i think I mean, I'm not going to say that they're not going to do that, and I'm not going to say that it's impossible for that to happen, um, because, I mean, it absolutely could. You know, it like you're saying, saying we have the literal best value in video games. You used to pay $15 a month to play World of Warcraft. Come pay me $15 a month to play literally every video game. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, come get your value from me, Microsoft, Xbox. Who wants to give you a good value? Um, that's the way to do it. But likely, and what I think would make the most sense, and it is more likely to happen, is, hey, you don't have to buy every expansion anymore. It's included in Game Pass. 
you just pay for your monthly $15 to play World of Warcraft. And, you know, hey, sometimes we have a couple bonuses here and there of like a free mount or a free pet or, you know, whatever else they might throw in as a perk like they already do with their games. Sure. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes that makes 100% total sense. And obviously none of this stuff is going to happen for a while because none of this is going through until next year, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, then, and we have no idea what's going to happen by then. That's so far away. Right, exactly. Like, so many things could change in the next year and a half. This whole thing could fall through, and this whole thing could become moot and pointless, right? Oh, yeah, um, exactly. And I, there's, I think... There's so many uh, T's to cross and I's to dot here, I can't even begin to fucking imagine. Because Activision is involved. They have their hand in so many pies. But, like, we're literally talking regulatory agencies of the United States government are going to be looking at this extremely closely. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's no way that they're not going to. People are already talking about it. Like most of the people that I've seen upset about it on Twitter are saying that, you know, I I don't like this because Microsoft is getting dangerously close to being a monopoly. I get that. I, I totally get that. But at the same time, you know, you look at Sony and Tencent as like other equally gigantically large companies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really know that like you can just point the finger at Microsoft. If if you dislike the idea of AAA gaming being merged into fewer and fewer companies, I totally get that and I agree with you. But at the same time, Microsoft is trying to compete with these two super giants in in Sony and Tencent, and this is what they have to do to compete, unfortunately. Like right. I wish they could just sign publishing agreements and make exclusivity deals. But like, this is the game we're playing now, man. Like, and until a regulatory agency steps in and stops it, this is the game we're going to keep playing. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I I see the idea of both sides of it. Um, but you know, at, at the same time, everybody has their own exclusive things. Like what stopped Sony from doing this? That probably money. I mean, at this point, it probably is, but like, you know, they've had the exclusivity deal with Activision for a long time. They're not, they're not hurting on money either. You know, Tencent's not hurting on money. They could have gotten on this. The only, the only people I don't see getting on in this is Nintendo. Right. Nintendo very much does its own thing. They're off in their own planet, right? So this isn't the kind of thing they would get involved in. Oh yeah, so, no way. This isn't this isn't something Nintendo cares about. They looked at this and went, "Neat, we still have, you know, Mario and Pokémon. You're going right. to you're going to buy a Switch and you're going to play Pokémon. Shut up." <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> this does not concern them in any way. <laughs> right. So, uh, as we're getting into sort of the legal ramifications of this, we do have to bring up the sexual harassment suits at Blizzard. Um obviously is extremely damaged that brand. Probably the reason they're trying to sell in the first place, if we're being completely honest, because I can't see a world in which they sell other than they are in absolute shambles right now and just want to offload this thing. Oh, yeah, that's got to be part of it. And I'm sure Microsoft saw that, you know, $67.8 billion or whatever that number was is, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty cheap for, uh, for Activision Blizzard. Right. For the company that and everything in it. Right. For the public for the company that publishes Call of Duty and all the Blizzard franchises, that price is cheap. 
which is insane to think about. Yeah. Imagine what this sale would be if Activision Blizzard was at full strength. Yeah, um, it, yeah let's let's imagine what this would be if Blizzard wasn't dealing with tons of sexual harassment lawsuits. If Raven Software didn't just have huge walkouts after firing a bunch of contractors. If, you know, all these giant studios didn't do some fuck up lately. Right, right, exactly. Went, hey, we don't like you anymore. And they went, oh, God, what do I do with my broken studio? And Microsoft went, hey, I'll give you a little bit of money. And they went, better than nothing. Exactly. That's 100%. This is what happened. And and I'm just going to say this right now. I need Phil Spencer in this instance, specifically him. Microsoft as a company as well, but specifically Phil Spencer, to put his fucking money where his mouth is here, because he has been the most vocal guy pretty much in the industry at this point of all of this stuff is unacceptable and all of these folks need to go, right? He has been the most vocal, and I need the day this acquisition is confirmed for Phil Spencer to come in and just clean house. Oh, yeah. I 100% agree with you. Like, to me, it seems like that's exactly what is going to happen and has to happen. Yeah. Anything uh, else, any other outcome is just going to be people going, well, fuck you then. Right. You talked all this mad shit, and then as soon as you have the power to do something about it, you just kind of went, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah, so we've been hearing mixed reporting. Obviously, all of this just came out this morning, so there's still a lot of reporting to uncover here, right? Um, We've heard mixed reporting, in particular about Bobby Kotick, the noted sexual harassment acceptor and supporter, um, CEO of Activision Blizzard, gigantic piece of shit. Um, We've heard mixed reporting as to whether he's staying or going. We know for a fact he's staying through the transition until... Microsoft has signed the contract and it's paid for and bought and everything's done. Bobby Kotick is staying until yep. that happens. Yep. Um, Jason Schreier and Tom Warren are saying he's gone after that. Other agencies, IGN and Polygon are currently saying that he's staying after that. We don't know yet, right? There's, there's mixed information going out there. We don't know whether he's staying or going. Yeah, and um, I don't think anyone is going to know except, like, anyone inside Microsoft on that team that's working on this and maybe some of their close friends, like, that are in the gaming industry who they can say, you cannot tell anyone about this. And they go, okay, I understand. Right. Like, yeah, those this are the is... only people who are going to know for a fact. And yeah. I think the biggest thing, and this is a tweet from Jeff Keeley, is... They, Microsoft said Black, uh, Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick will continue in that role. Once the deal closes, Kotick will, re- will report to Phil Spencer, CEO of Microsoft Gaming. If he doesn't leave before this is signed, finished, sealed, delivered, I think Phil Spencer is going to kick his ass to the curb. I would not be stunned by that. I would also not be stunned by him sticking around for a little bit, just as like a hey, what the hell is going on with all of these properties? And then, hey, thanks, fuck you, get out of here. Um, there, there's already memes going around of Phil Spencer paying Bobby Kotick. I'm going to pay you $70 billion to shut the fuck up and fuck off. Yeah. Um, there's already memes of that going around. Um, I, yeah, I, you got to do that. Like, if you're, if you're Phil Spencer in this instance, after you said all of this stuff, 
when the Microsoft and the Xbox brand has built itself around the idea of including as many people as possible, people that have done their best to exclude women, people of color, any sort of minority in this country, people that have done their best, like Bobby fucking Kotick, this fucking motherfucker, to exclude people from our industry, need to fucking go for Microsoft's brand promise to mean anything. And I, to me, that is like a stance I will stand firm on, is like, this guy and the people that supported him in Activision Blizzard need to get the fuck out of here, and now Phil Spencer, if this goes through, has the power to do that. So I, I, I just straight up, it, all these games coming to Game Pass, all these franchises coming under the Microsoft umbrella are awesome, but that needs to happen first and foremost, in my opinion. Yeah, and I mean, I think even if he wasn't, you know, very vocal and outspoken about how unacceptable all of this has been and how things need to change, and even going as far as saying we will be looking at how we work with Activision going forward, which is a very funny foreshadowing at this point of saying that's <laughs> fucking going to own them. That's how we work with them going forward. Right. Even if none of that had ever happened and he had he had kept he had kept quiet about it and said, you know, it's not my place to say, or, you know, I just don't want to be involved in, in in a press storm of people coming to me saying, well, what do you mean by this? Or whatever it is. And he just, you know, behind closed doors was telling people, Hey, this isn't okay. Um, just from the positive PR you would get from firing that fucking piece of garbage and all the pieces of garbage with him is enough that you should that that he would do it from a business standpoint it makes sense and yeah. then even outside of that just being a not piece of shit person it makes sense fire that man into the fucking sun and let him burn no one's going to care yeah no 100% 100% is true and uh, honestly like i feel like that has to be like the day the acquisition is confirmed that has to be like one of the first things that happens and yeah. i will see I we'll see what love, happens. I would love to see it as he gets fired and Phil Spencer sends tweet, Bobby Kotex fired. Oh, by the way, we finished the deal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, the small part of that is we finished the deal. The big part of that is this piece of shit's gone. Right. Yeah, I would love that. I would absolutely love it. But on the whole, like, obviously, Microsoft has just made the biggest deal in the history of video games. Like this is the oh, yeah. biggest this is the biggest business deal in the history of the industry. And there's a lot of work to do to go from here. There's a lot of work to do, especially given the past year that Activision Blizzard has had. Um, so hopefully Microsoft can write the ship. And if they can, if first of all, if anyone has the money, time and resources and energy to write the ship at Act it's it's Microsoft. Like there's so few companies on earth that could write the ship here. And I think Microsoft might be able to do it. And even with all their resources and power, it's still a might, right? Mm -hmm. But if you can rescue blizzard, that is, that is the biggest fucking deal in the world. If you can rescue this company with, you know, God knows how many years of heritage and history of all of these great franchises. That is gigantic. Um, yeah. and I if think you can rescue it. 
and I think to me that that's the the most interesting thing that I want to follow. Like Call of Duty maybe being an Xbox exclusive for, you know, going forward. I don't really care. I don't play Call of Duty. Like I haven't played a Call of Duty game in a very long time. I, I will not buy them anymore. Uh, it, there's just not a money value for me in those games. You put it on Game Pass, even if it's not exclusive to Xbox, but you put it on Game Pass and I can play it, hell yeah, I'm going to play those games. Especially, sure. especially if I can play zombies again. I, I fucking love Call of Duty zombies. I will play that for hours on end. Um, that's going to be interesting if we don't see it going to PlayStation anymore. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm not like taking a side on that. I don't really care either way. You know, like it doesn't personally affect me either way. It's very interesting, and it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. But to me, to bring back Blizzard, which was like the king of video games for a long time. You know, you had Warcraft, you have Starcraft, you have Diablo. Those three alone, even if we didn't include Overwatch, those are such fucking huge franchises. And to see what it's become in that company from just how out of touch they were years ago with the what you guys don't have phones to now, you know, their CEO being a fucking piece of garbage, like outside of normal CEO piece of garbage standards. Like it's just been such a horrible ride to watch of the people who started it were so passionate about video games and wanted to make these amazing video games and did make these amazing video games that people are in love with and have have changed lives. People meet their significant other through World of Warcraft. People get married on World of Warcraft instead of having an in-person an in-person wedding. Like now to see where they're at, it's just disheartening. So if Microsoft can take that, get rid of those people who have fucked up all that stuff and say, "Hey, we got you guys. We're going to make these games what they should be again and we're going to make it a team that is inclusive of people who just fucking love video games that's gonna be like the comeback story of of of, i don't know the century with gaming man like what what else would there be yeah no that is to me 100 i agree with you the most intriguing part of this deal like from a business perspective obviously the best part of this is acquiring the biggest selling video game franchise ever in call of duty right nobody nobody will deny that from a business perspective the reason you make this deal is call of duty from the core hardcore gamer perspective the reason you make this deal is to save blizzard and if if Microsoft manages to pull it off, if they manage to pull Blizzard out of this morass, there that is absolutely the biggest gaming deal ever. Like that is the the biggest deal for folks that, like you said, had their lives built around World of Warcraft, for folks who, you know, whose entire college dorm experience was built around Diablo 2, for folks who you know, competed heavily in StarCraft for, you know, all of these franchises. Hearthstone. We haven't even talked about fucking Hearthstone. I loved Hearthstone for a very long time. I forgot like, about Hearthstone. Yeah, Hearthstone is 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 part of this, too. That's part of Warcraft. Like <laughs> that that's not included in the graphic, but Candy Crush is. No, 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 no. Hearthstone I, I, was, was in the list. Funny. It, yeah, but, it is no, I, the graphic, the Overwatch, Diablo, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Candy Crush, Starcraft graphic. 
Right. Okay. Hearthstone on it. Which I mean, Hearthstone's not as big as a game of a game as it used to be. There's a lot more competitors in that space now, but still, like, there's so many games there that, like, if you can pull them out from the brink of collapse, which is where they're basically at right now in terms of a public opinion perspective. If you can pull them from the brink, you're heroes. (laughs) There's no other way to put it. There's no other way to put it. Holy shit, Spencer. What an insane news day for Game Pass. Yeah, and we don't even know, like, (laughs) we don't even know what all it means yet. And it's just so huge that this is happening at all. Right, exactly. And, And I'm curious to see... In the short term. So obviously this isn't going through until 2023, as we've heard. Um, This isn't going through until, what, the end of next year. So, or actually it'll probably end up being like the middle of next year. summer of next year is probably when it'll be through. Right, exactly. Yeah, because it's still January. God, it's still January. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, It's January. (laughs) It's January and this is fucking happening. So obviously we won't know. There probably won't be much of an immediate impact. But I would not be stunned if this year Call of Duty is on Game Pass. The new Call of Duty that comes out this year, I would not be stunned if it's day one on Game Pass. Um, And we'll see on how long the rest of the transition takes. But if they're already in acquisition talks, there's going to be a lot more talks. And we saw this with Bethesda, right? Where there was a slow drip feed of Mm -hmm. Bethesda stuff coming onto Game Pass over the course of several months before the acquisition was confirmed. I would not be surprised if we start to see the same thing here. So, in a few months' time, there could be a ton of material in the barrel of Activision Blizzard stuff that we can talk about on the show, which is fucking wild. Yeah, and I I think you we're going to see, like, some of the... I'm going to say smaller, but I don't mean that as as a, a, a bad thing. We're going to see the smaller titles on there. Looking at, like, the Crash Bandicoot games. Looking at, like, the Spyro remasters. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remakes. That kind of stuff. We'll see those slowly trickle their way in. And yeah. then we might see Call of Duty as a day one game pass, but still on Sony for another another title at least. Um, Because I'm sure they still have some an exclusivity with Sony agreement for the time being. Right. I'm sure there's still some kind of marketing agreement there, but. Right. Yeah. Marketing exclusivity. Sorry. Not. Right. Yeah. yeah. You guys know what I mean. I look, man, we woke up to this news at (laughs) 730 in the morning and I haven't I didn't even make a cup of coffee before we started this. Okay, so. Forgive yeah. me. <laughs> forgive, forgive forgive the man. We're we're all I'm, still trying to figure this out right now. I'm, so I'm still half asleep. <laughs> right. No, it's just just an absolutely insane news drop. And I agree with you that like we'll probably see Crash and Tony Hawk and some of the smaller stuff trickle in sooner rather than later. And then this this fall, this winter, if Call of Duty is ga- day one exclusive on Game Pass. That is obviously fucking gigantic. Um, if that happens, if it's a day oneer, uh, that's obviously just absolutely ridiculous news. I wonder if the marketing agreement with Sony will prevent that. That's a good point. Um, but if by the end of the year 
we don't start to see, hey, maybe here's D- like the Diablo 2 remake just happened. I would not be stunned to see that in Game Pass by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I would certainly titles. Yeah, old Blizzard games. Yeah, I would not be surprised to see that, especially on PC Game Pass. That's a huge deal for PC Game Pass. Yeah, uh, it, if you don't have to deal with the fucking Blizzard launcher anymore, let's fucking go. Oh, not please, the- please tell me that's how it's going to work. Please don't tell me this is going to be a I bought Mass Effect on Steam and still have to fucking launch Origin to play it shit. I, I God, hope please so. Please tell me. Please tell me I never have to look at Battle.net again in my entire life. Right. I I hope so. We'll see if that happens. Um, I mean, obviously, that will probably happen eventually. And not that the Microsoft Xbox PC launcher doesn't have its own problems, right? But if we can reduce the number of launchers we have to use in our lives, that's great news, too. Um, I would not be stunned to start to see some of these Activision things trickle into Game Pass. And if they do, I mean, like, it is not unlikely we we cover them on the show because they're likely going to be the biggest game coming to Game Pass that month if they do happen. So, yeah, I mean, we might even start seeing old Call of Duty games make their way into there. I was going to say that, too. Yeah, I would not be surprised if we start to see old Call of Duties, which, like, granted... Old Call of Duties, like, kind of whatever, but at the same time, like, if you ever want to revisit those campaigns, like, that's a great way to do it. Just saying the words, we are putting the original Modern Warfare trilogy on Game Pass will be enough for some folks. Yeah, uh, between that and, like, Black Ops and Black Ops 2, those are still very, very loved games in that franchise. Yep. That, that I mean, that alone is big news, man. Like, if they if they could put like whatever the last call of duty was i don't remember what it is i don't know what we're on at this point vanguard yeah vanguard what was before that one uh modern warfare remake re reimagining reboot yeah that's not the one i'm thinking about whatever the last oh, one Col- had, the last one black had ops damn, cold war black ops cold war had, had, had goddamn zombies in it you put that on there that alone is going to get people playing yeah, I, I'm sorry. I forgot about Black Ops Cold War. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that, that was the one before the one that. I'm thinking of. Because probably. to me, I really wanted to play those, but I absolutely refused to buy those games when it didn't have a campaign. All it had was multiplayer, battle royale, and zombies. But there was no campaign in the, the one before that. The last Black Ops, essentially. Like... That's where I that's where I I hung my hat up on Call of Duty for good. Yeah. Um, well, I mean Black Ops Cold Pass, War did I don't have to pay for it. Yeah. I'm back. Black Ops Cold War did have a campaign cuz I I I played it cuz it was included in my Series X bundle and it was like it was fine. I I didn't have any strong feelings about it one way or the other. But that game did have a campaign. That's kind of how uh, I feel about every Call of Duty campaign. I feel like it's meh, but they're they're like dumb action movies to me, you know, like I don't go into to like a Fast and Furious movie expecting to be blown away by cinematic masterpiece and storytelling. I go into it going, I want dumb action and, and explosions. Right. That, that's what happens when I play a Call of Duty campaign. I'm like, eh, the story's there. It's whatever. But I get to shoot a lot of people. And I get to blow a lot of stuff up, and that'll be fun. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right, man. Anything else you want to hit before we wrap this thing up? Man, I, I that's really all I've got for now. Um I like we all said there there's so many games that even if they don't come exclusively to Game Pass or exclusively to Microsoft consoles and platforms I want them on Game Pass because I want to play them 
um, without needing to pay $60 for them because that's just that they're not $60 games for me, but they are invest the time to play into to me, uh, which in game pass is great. And also again, just some free advice. Give us a free subscription to world of Warcraft. I'm just saying people will, will come and pay for game pass. You can bump those game pass numbers up to look real good in marketing and get more people in. There you go. That's my free advice to you, Microsoft, because I'm sure all of you are listening. <laughs> well, I'm sure Phil. I'm sure Phil Spencer is listening right now. Right now, yeah. So, yeah. The, to me, the big things here are Microsoft just acquired the biggest video game franchise in the world, which is huge. Um, world of Warcraft is going to be a money making machine for you. Fire Bobby Kotick. Like that's that's what I got for yeah. you, Microsoft. So, also, absolutely. I can finally, probably play Diablo Four. When it comes, yeah, because yeah, I was Diab- not going to buy that game. Absolutely I, not. I wasn't either, and hopefully the Diablo two remaster comes comes as well because I will absolutely play that. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely insane news day. Obviously, there's going to be more fallout from this as the days, weeks, and months wear on. And if you want to hear Xbox Daily news, I'm going to have a lot to fucking talk about on there now. Uh, you can hit us up on Instagram and TikTok. I'm going to start posting the daily news on TikTok now. Now that I have the login situation squared away, um, you can keep up with this entire saga there. Um, and you can continue to listen to spark pass your Xbox game pass game of the month club. Thank you guys so much for dealing with this third episode this month. We're going to be back in February with the gunk. I promise we're going to get back to just playing games. I promise. I swear. February first Monday, the gunk normal episode. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk to you guys then. Take care.